following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, it must be that time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show this morning. We have a great, great show planned for you with everybody, as they say, is in the house. Dan, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I've got my coffee and my eyes are almost open. I'm good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Almost open? (laughs) That's right. Oh, my God. It's been one of those weeks and it, it just, you know, it never seems, it just seems like after... Like mid-September, end of September, all of a sudden this fourth quarter is going to just go by at warp speed. Well, like uh, this week for me was some assembly required week. When the great-grandbaby had her second birthday and was like, oh, my God, 1 o'clock in the morning snuck up on me and I'm still putting stuff together. You know, that's one of the things that we got to want to talk about. We want to talk about, but towards Christmas because some assembly required. You know, I hear people like – Screaming, they've been, you know, after they try and put like an IKEA cabinet together or something like that, they're running out of their house. And the neighbors have no idea why they're freaking out because it took so long to put the cabinet together from from nothing. Because it comes, it, that's what happens when you get it. It's like billions of parts. It's a billion of parts. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? That's why those those dreaded words. Some assembly. Some assembly required. required. You know, but just just think if, if if Blade had to do that with the board every week, he'd never get a chance to mute you. You know, here's what I do: bring the wife in. She's good at that stuff. Well, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's really great. Blade, how you doing this morning? Not used to walking outside and uh, wiping my brow. First of all, not used to walking outside and feeling good. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's like you know, some people are back east they're not feeling too cool right now. I mean, you know, it's getting a little colder. I talked to some friends back in New York the other day, and they said that it was like in um, in the fifties already. And you think about, all right, go back in time when I used to live there. It's like okay, it's it's mid October. You know, when you think when you go out and take your kids out for Halloween. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a coat on, you know. Out here, you know, you're still running around in t-shirts, so it's just gotta gotta get used to it. It's that time we all love to go out now and enjoy why we moved to Arizona. Uh, when you said fifties, I thought you meant inches of rain back there. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, our friends down, we wish all the people in South Carolina well because they are going through some really bad times right now with all that flood water. My God. It's just it's just amazing how different pockets get hit in diff- in different ways throughout the time of the year recently and you know thinking about what the Midwest went through last year I'm 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 worried about all my friends who live up uh, and our listeners up in the Midwest that they're going to get hit with another blast for uh, of snow and arctic tundra this winter so we got to be careful and wish them well and hopefully the arctic tundra will stay north of the border keep them away that's it. But absolutely. And uh, we want to also welcome a brand new sponsor to the program. Realty Executives is part of our show right now. We want to thank them for uh, joining part of the family of Image Home Improvement Live right here every Saturday morning. And um, 
No better person here to talk about realty executives in our second hour is uh, Rainbow Wheeland, who was here a few weeks ago. So she's going to be talking about that, as well as one of the other things that um, she, she's going to share with us in a second hour, the 10 first-time home buying mistakes. And you think about it, if you ever go out and buy, how many times have you gone out and bought a car and you wish that you didn't buy it because you, 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 know, you let your emotions, your head run away with, oh, that nice, new, shiny you know, car looks really so nice. And then all of a sudden, all those little things that you want to ask, the dealership just goes away. Well, guess what? The same thing goes for anything, especially if you buy a house. Well, like uh, on the news uh, last night, the doors just pop open. On the car, just drive you down. Goes boink, well, <laughs> brand new car. Boink, time, open the door. Time wow. for, <laughs> I think it's time for a recall. That's what I think. Dan, you better. Oh, check. VW already did that, but they cheated on the test. Oh yeah, well that's another. That's another story for for another show. But uh, also going to be joining us in a few minutes, Aaron Ernsberger from the Phoenix Fire Department. And for those of you who don't know, this is Fire Prevention Week. And one of the things that um, you know always comes back into play, Dan. I mean, you know, you're you're actually I I was like a transplant for six years in Chicago, but Dan, Dan's a Chicago native. He's lived there a long, long time. That's why you know he's you know a Cubbies fan. He cub, he's a Cubbies guy. You know, we were talking about this uh, about the Cubbies this week, but that's a that's a story for during break. Yes, but anyway, you but know one loyal. of the things one of the things that came up, you know, doing research on Fire Prevention Week is uh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow. You remember that story? Yeah, the cow was maligned in that whole situation. <laughs> oh, the cow was maligned. Oh my God, mad cow disease. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So the cow the cow didn't have proper representation at, at, right. during during the court case. That's right. Oh my God, it was a moving experience. That's you know that's a new one on me. Now, well, you know, in today's litigation, frenzy, I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> moving. <laughs> Here we go. Where's that mute button? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How about a, how about a a word from our friends from Property Wars. Oh, no. Oh. Live in high definition. From the fifth largest city in America and broadcasting worldwide. That's now, amazing. What was that? That's called, that's called technology, a wonderful thing when it works. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. My that's better. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So anyway... Uh, we're going to be talking with Aaron, but we want to let everybody know, if you haven't uh, checked out our Facebook page, check us out at Image Home Improvement Show. You'll find us Facebook, Twitter. Also, the website's got some great new information on it and also some great news coming your way soon. We're actually, we're actually um, on a mission. Rainbow and I are on a mission here in the Phoenix market, and we're going to tell you all about it in hour number two all the people that we are looking for and why we're looking for them. But we're going to share that with you. So we're going to, as they say, tease you until hour number two about that. But make sure if you'd like to be part of the show today, you want to share some of your stories, or if you have any questions for any of our guests, give us a call at 480-421-0640. 480-421-0640. And uh, if you are in the uh, market for doing any 
uh, home inspections. Dan is, you know, on the prowl. Actually, Dan, Dan is spreading his wings, as they say, going all over the place. Dan, you're going to Tucson today, right? That's right. <clears throat> Tucson Express. There you go. <laughs> the Tucson Express. He will be up in the Tucson attics checking out people's homes today. And uh, I hope you don't find any, uh, as they say, being it's Halloween bats in your belfry. No, I've already brought my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. uh, come Full on. disclosure. Come, come on, Blade. I know I was waiting for a comment here. Come on. <laughs> Stumped on it, didn't I? got to get him going. He's off, he's off. He's out of whack today. We got to get him up to speed. He isn't, I can tell he's a little off today. All right. Anyway, let's welcome to the show Aaron Erzberger from Phoenix Fire Department. Aaron, thank you for being here today and taking time out of, of your, I don't know, I can't, is this your evening or even though it's morning because you worked all night, what's the story there? Yeah, yeah, we, we it doesn't matter to us. Uh, the bell rings, we go off. So, but our shifts are twenty four hours, and uh, they're from eight in the morning till eight in the morning. So this morning is a time when I'm getting off shift. Wow, that's amazing. So, so was it a, was it a uh, busy night for you last night? Yeah, it was. You know, unfortunately, you know, it's just a, it's a numbers, right? I mean, we have a lot of density here. So the frequency of stuff happening is 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 often, unfortunately. So we do see a you know a large amount of volume, a high volume of fires and auto accidents and shootings and all those the things that happen that go on in a you know in a community of this size on a weekend, no less. Yeah, you know, weekends, no doubt about it. You do you do see a, a differential in the call volume and and what the type of calls are. Uh, unfortunately, though, it's it's kind of weird. I mean. The full moon thing is weird. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I but, believe uh, it. But yeah. however, we are so busy in this city uh, that it's it's pretty impressive, actually. It doesn't matter what night. You just never know, right? Isn't that it? Yeah. We yeah. average about, you know, aside from all the medical calls, is about 80% of our call volume is medical. As you know, Phoenix Fire Department responds to anything you call for. We're going to show up. Um, out of all those calls, though, however, usually about 1,200 a month of those are structure fires. So aside from running our medical calls and mountain rescues, which our mountain rescues are over 600 a year, vehicle extrication, swift water rescue, then we have the fire component, which is I think is what we're here to champion right. today. That's amazing. But just as a quick note, you know, um, during the survey, has, has the, the mountain rescues gotten any, gotten any better? I mean, as far as numbers of, of rescues having to be done during the summer when it's so hot? I, I think, you know, when we start compounding uh, data, usually it's going to take us a little bit of time to get that data back and analyze it and see what we're trying to do. We are heavily messaging. We have a lot of great partners with us that are helping us with the hotel, motel resorts that are helping spread the word about hiking safety, getting, making sure that the people that come here, as you know, we're a big melting pot here in the Valley and I'm listening to you all talk and, you know, I'm a third generation Arizona guy, but I don't know. I don't have any friends that are. So everyone's from the Midwest. They have family come out, and you know it's beautiful weather here. We have beautiful hiking trails. We have. A, it's a great time to go out with your friends and family. But it's a little. It's a little misleading as to how serious these trails are. Yes, it is because they take this nice weather as to. I don't need to take water with me. I don't need to take you know the normal precautions that you would for a severe desert walk, and they just uh, think. It won't hurt them, and there you guys are. That, that's They're having right. to extricate them. That's right. You know, and you you can't blame. Them. I mean, we all. I mean, you're with their family, and they want to go on a nice hike and spend time together, and that's that's what you should be doing. But 
oftentimes we find a family that's here. They're not in proper shoes, proper clothing, you know, probably missing sunblock, not hydrated, all the things that we champion. And, I, you know, I don't want to get in the weeds on that, but we stay real simple of proper shoes, proper clothing, making sure you tell people where you're going and follow the, the trail that you're supposed to be on. So um, and then having a charged cell phone, that's really the mm. big deal. Yeah, you got to make sure your phone, cell phone's charged in case, God forbid, you've got a call for an emergency. You never know. You know, you may have all those things and something still could go wrong. Right. Yeah, and, Murphy's Law can, can step in anywhere. Yeah, so it's amazing. <laughs> well, often you come across someone that needs help. So that's the nice thing is we get a lot of phone calls from hikers that are calling on behalf of someone else that's, that's in need. Yeah, you guys came out last week. We had some friends that got, uh, or not friends, but people behind my friends hiking who got bit by a rattlesnake, actually. I was there. Were you? Yep. And see, it's terrific because you, oh, I saw you on TV. Yeah. That's right. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were telling us that, the. and I was going to say, I don't know if you know this, but the guy was all ready and he had everything he needed. But you do know that because that's what you said on TV. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, here is a story where, here is someone I was out enjoying the trail. He communicated where he was going. He had a cell phone. He was properly clothed, but we're in the desert. And, you know, that's the other thing. The wet, the weather's changing. We talked a little bit about that earlier. A lot of these animals get on the move then. You know, they mm-hmm. start moving more, more. Their hours of the time they move during the days have changed to where they're not so much nocturnal. Now they're going to be more during the hours that we're going to be frequencing the trail. So it's really good, to, really important to keep your head on a swivel and to respect them. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody and everything is on the move. Oh, yeah, big mm-hmm. time. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Aaron and find out a little more about what are some of the causes of, of home fires, you know, from cooking to smoking to heating. The cow. The, the cow, Mrs. O'Leary's <laughs> cow. Who knows? More coming up right here. Don't go away. You know, honey, I'm sure glad we took Steve's advice and called CDC Pools to resurface our pool. You know, you're right. There are so many pool companies around, it was hard to choose the right one for our project. Yeah, CDC Pools has been here in the Valley since 1990. Did you know they do spas and decks as well? Yeah, I did. The great thing about their repair services, after inspecting our pool pump, they knew exactly what was wrong with it. It was time to replace it with a more energy-efficient unit. You know they have over 23 years of experience remodeling and resurfacing pools. So now I have peace of mind knowing our pool needs are in good hands. Now we can enjoy our backyard again. Speaking of enjoying, last one on the pool cooks dinner tonight. Let CDC Pools transform your tired-looking pool into a thing of beauty you can be proud of. Give them a call, 480-539-7700, or find them on the web at redoyourpool.com. Obtaining a home loan is easy when you have the right company to start with. Right Start Mortgage. If you've been considering purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Act now while rates are some of the lowest they've been in the past year for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Whatever type of loan you need, FHA, VA, 203K, or second mortgage, Right Start Mortgage has the right loan for you. Don't wait. Call Mike Yamamoto today at 602-490-0205. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies... 
You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. We're excited. It's Saturday, and we're talking about Fire Prevention Week with Aaron Ernsberger. He is the captain for the Phoenix Fire Department, and one of the things that we want to obviously share with all the listeners this week, you know, is fire prevention safety. And one of the things that we find that it's just too many things that uh, I see every morning when we get up and listen to the news before, as they say, hit the road and go take care of some of my customers is the fact that we see too many fires out that happened overnight. And uh, one the other day I was talking with Aaron on the phone and they happened to be one that uh, people saw. And it just, it's, there's a, a, a whole different uh, uh, bunch of reasons that, that house, uh, houses have fires. I mean, you know, from bad electric to smoking to somebody, you know, putting something on the stove and forgetting to leave it on there and it, it just cooks and burns and then before you know it, it gets hot and, you know, the rest is history and then all you see is burnt out homes. And I know one of the things that um, we, uh, not too long ago, Aaron did was a, uh, there was a home over in Scottsdale that we actually, um, I was called upon to, uh, as they say, resurrect it or restore it. But it was a, a detached garage that was right next door to a home. And, you know, kids obviously are kids. We were all kids at one time. You know, um, the parents had had let the kids go out in the garage and, you know, play. You know, that was their thing. But they were, you know, they were probably young teenagers. 
and they were listening to music and stuff like that. But the problem was they were, you know, it was like in February. So it's still a little chilly outside. So they actually went outside and they were listening to music and they fired up the space heater. Space heater. So now it's got a warm area. And all of a sudden, you know, they then they decided that they were going to do um, some of that. Uh, well, maybe they went down to the corner store because they needed some uh, legalized marijuana to help them, <laughs> to help them in their cause because they had pains. I don't know. But anyway, they were smoking a, a joint here and there. And before you know it, they left. They went back inside and they left the space heater on. And the space heater apparently overheated. Something happened. And before you know it, the garage went up in flames. Not to mention there was a connection between the garage and the house where there were bedrooms. And there was like this little covered covered canopy that was about three foot long. Well, the fire spread from the garage across the canopy into the house. And, you know, literally, and I've never seen this before, but I'm sure you have, is that we saw, you know, the regular standard hard ABS pipe drain pipe that you see that you could take and beat on the ground with a sledgehammer and and you got to almost kill it to get it to break the heat actually melted it to the point where it was it was half the size that it was before because it shrank i mean it was just amazing and it was it was an ugly thing not to mention it was it was a sad thing because it's something that didn't have to happen you know and um it was just when I saw it. I mean, the inside of the garage was just a burnt out piece of shell. Yeah. That when we took it down, when we took it down, it was just it almost collapsed on its own. It was that bad. I mean, it was like really unsafe. But think about think about what the what the person who did that must feel. Not to mention what the parents must have, must have felt. And then they went through. Literally hell because there was a whole bunch of other things wrong, which I'm not going to get into with the city and zoning and and everything else. And then but, we had bees show up, and, and then we had bees show up <laughs> in the wall. I mean, it was just ridiculous. But it, it was just a shame that when people don't understand that that you know you see flames, but you really don't know how hot it is until you literally have come into close contact with something that was burnt out or walked through. And I think a lot of people who maybe take fire too lightly need to experience that because it'll be a it'll be a it'll be an eye opener no doubt yeah the the fires like you said they burn um unbelievably hot you know sometimes up to 1600 degrees and and they're very fast paced moving right so a fire doubles in size of a rule of thumb that we utilize for our tactics and strategy as far as when we're stretching hose lines or are trying to attack a fire from different points is a fire doubles in size every 30 seconds so with that said, the one thing you can't control is time. So what we try to do is we try to, okay, we know certain stretches, certain hose lays, and, and fire ground performances take certain amounts of time. That's why we train so much. So we can forecast. We know if we have a fire, let's say, in a strip mall, and it's booming down towards one end of the strip mall, that we're going to deploy our tactics, and it's going to take us three and a half minutes to get a nozzle in place. We can kind of forecast where that fire is going to be, and then we can be there and, and mitigate it. That's the that's how we do our business. So we take it very very serious, and we wear the best equipment that you can get for that very reason. You know, our a lot of our equipment was developed out of findings over you know over a few decades ago, actually a couple decades ago through NASA, and all that has been has been leaps and bounds. You know, developing on itself, so we can take that thermal insult, we can take that heat, we can breathe 
um, and then be able to make our way in there and put that fire out. But there is very minimal chance. Your chance of surviving those fires are very, very slim, very slim. Yeah, if you don't get out right away, you're in, you're in deep trouble. Big time. Yeah. What what do you find are the, the some of the the, the mm. worst causes for home fires? Well, uh, like worst a worst cause for a home fire is is you know when it's intentional. You know, well, someone, obviously, someone's yeah. trying to cause somebody's harm. Trying, yeah, right. You know, and and things of that nature. Uh, you know, something that's going to be malicious. Those acts. Those are those to me are the worst because someone purposely have did this to someone's home or tried to cause harm to someone. And those are the ones that are really, you know, those are the ones that are hard to swallow. But then they're all, they're all, it's a huge impact. And, and I, you know, we preach all these things like we were talking about earlier about the hiking. And we always talk about safety and our messaging and these fires and check your smoke alarms. And we do smoke alarm walks, which we've been doing over a decade now from a fire that stemmed over in uh, Station 18's area in the Maryville area through Mayor Gordon and uh, United Way House started off, and now Aetna's our big, uh, our big sponsor on that for the smoke alarms. But where I'm going with that is they're so serious, the impacts of these fires, and we see them every day. You know, naturally, we're exposed to it every day. So it's like, you know, it's like me at home with, with my daughter. I'm constantly with my wife. Oh, don't do that. Don't do this. Because you see those things happen every day. You know they can happen. So that's, you understand where I'm going yeah. with that? And so, yeah, as far as seeing what's the worst fire, they're all they're all super bad, and they're they're very, um, like I said, they're very overwhelming, especially with the way the the technology that they use today, the process that they use, and the chemicals they use have changed fire behavior completely one eighty than what it used to be thirty years ago. It's it's completely the dynamics of fire has completely changed. Before it was a fire burns up and out, and that's still kind of true to this day. However, now they're finding with all these studies that fire now will travel down hallways and develop another heated pocket because we've been getting firemen to get burned in parts of the home where how, how did this firefighter get burned right here when the other ones didn't? didn't? And, and so what's been going on is these studies are showing that they, with these chemicals at all of our furniture, carpet, you know, yeah. cabinets, everything. We were talking about IKEA earlier. None of that's just an oak tree like it used to be, you know, or a yeah. cherry tree. It's glue and resins and all that stuff, and when it burns to a certain temperature, it almost becomes synergistic, and those those chemicals, that smoke that you see is nothing but, uh, you know, my dad was a fireman for 30 years, and that's, he would talk to me, son, that smoke is just nothing but unburnt gasoline. So if you think of it like that, all that smoke you see, if it's inside the house, all it needs, you know, a, a fire needs three things, right? Heat, fuel, and oxygen. So if you have a fire that's, that's a booming fire, it's burning hot, and you have a lot of smoke in the house, you have no visibility, we have zero visibility often when we're inside of a, a structure, so we go by off our training and fill. And um, but when the moment oxygen gets introduced to that, it starts burning at a real rapid rate. Yeah, it's, it, you got to just be careful. You got to be careful. But you got to know, and that only thing that comes from is experience, obviously, like you said, in training. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you just can't throw water on anything that looks like a flame. Because the toxins and the chemicals, as you said, have made it a whole different world. Fire sciences yeah. have had to make some real big jumps in understanding all these new chemicals they keep introducing to consumer products. It, it's it's unbelievable, actually. It's yeah. almost overwhelming. And, and like you said, it's right. I mean, you know, the the fires now they're saying some of the most of these fires now one breath, and I don't know I don't know how you quantify the amount of smoke, but one breath of that 
smoke, that heavy smoke, is enough to overwhelm and end your life. Wow, that's just, that's just and then there incredible. are probably toxins and possibly you know free they're called free air plastics that actually become almost airborne and will coat the inside of your lungs and that's toast. They do, and right now um, that that's a whole another rabbit hole, but. So your skin absorbs is a huge absorber, right? It's the largest organ in your body. Uh, every five degrees, your exterior temperature goes up. You absorb um, these free radicals and the cancer-causing mm-hmm. agents 100% more. So we've been wondering why all these firemen are getting cancer. We're still losing a lot of firemen to cancer every year. A lot of Phoenix firemen retire. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, you know, they we are charmed and blessed to have them on a job. And they're great personalities and great family men. And then... You know, they, they pass away a year after they retire, and a lot of it's from cancer. Most of it's from cancer, and it's because they're finding that it all gets absorbed through our skin. Wow. A case in point, the reason that we need to have a emergency plan, and if you don't have one, stay tuned. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about that emergency plan to keep you safe, especially your family, because when something like this disaster strikes you you gotta as they say you gotta have a plan so don't go away thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop let me make that choice simple for you Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room, and with the way property values keep going, who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio and make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. (laughs) Right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space, and I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. ImageHomeImprovement.com Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to ImageHomeImprovement.com Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. 
You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. This is Chris Grundy, host of DIY Network's Cool Tools. Now, if you need home improvement help, you need to listen to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning, baby. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can handle the truth! Right. We're here to spread the truth every Saturday right here on Image Home Improvement Live. And this week we're talking about... Fire Prevention Week, and with us in studio, Aaron Aaronsberger, from, captain from Phoenix Fire Department, and we're talking all about keeping your home safe and some of these things, you know, and um, we definitely want to talk about the, the plan. Obviously, everybody needs a plan. If you are in your home, God forbid you wake up, and how many times have you heard, you know, some of the, some of the warming stories that you hear on the news about fires and actually where your pet your dog actually for some strange reason the smoke detector didn't go off but the dog knew there was something wrong and got you up and you realized the house was on fire and you ran out of the house took your pet with you and the fire department came and put out the fire and if it wasn't for your pet god forbid you could you could have you could have died yeah, the dog was smoking, and he dropped a cigarette, so he had to come let you know. Well, you know. <laughs> the gambling dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the one thing. You know, you used to see that. Maybe not so much. It probably still happens, but, you know, you used to see that a lot on television. They used to film stuff like that where the guy was the, the guy was on the couch smoking a cigarette. He, he fell asleep. It hit the carpet, and the rest is history. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just sad. People need to know when, you know, Obviously, not to do that. If you're gonna if you're gonna be smoking, go outside. Take that smell you know, outside. Yeah, take it outside your house. You know, Lord knows, want your house smelling up. Because it causes there. retail problems later. Oh my God, that's another story. That's, another, <laughs> that's for the next hour. <laughs> that's another story when Kimberly comes back. Yes, absolutely. But uh, you know, one of the things again, having a plan on getting out of the house. Depending on how many people are in the home, you've got to know. I mean, that's why when we do when we do remodeling, and we go through the the painstaking process, working with the city for them to give us their blessing and their stamp of approval, so we get the permit to do the remodel. Windows have to be a certain size so that you have you can get in in the house, out of the house. God forbid you have a fire, you got to get out. I had this homeowner once wanted me to put a a little two foot window in a place that had like a four-foot-by-five-foot window because they didn't want this big window. I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I said, code won't allow me to do it, and I'm not going to do it. God forbid your house burns down, you can't get out. Then they're going to come looking for me. You know, I mean, they just can't. You've got to be able to. I mean, they, there's reasons why certain houses are built in specific ways so that you have the... Yep. Uh, Egress, ingress to get out. And the height of your windows from the ground is very important because yes. that way the firefighters can get in and save your butt. 
Don't be putting metal bars up there to keep them out. Please, just don't mess with the metal bars anymore. They, you know, if they're going to get in, they're going to get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you could. there's other ways and other security ways to get in because obviously, you know, the firemen are going to get in probably, I mean, the window, if the windows are locked, there's no bars. Look, they're going to break your window to get in. They're going to do whatever right. it takes to get into your house to help save you and whatever, your pets, your, your family. But again, um, I don't know what percentage there is out there that people actually have taken the time to go and actually meet and have gather the family and say, look, God forbid, if this happens, this is what we're going to do, you know, and how we're going to get out and what do we take? Because I think that's one of the things that people, people, oh, my God, I got to, I got to grab something before I run out. No, just. Get out. Yeah, I mean, you know, but that's what happens. Some people get let, some people get seriously injured. Tied up with, they get so emotionally tied up with their stuff that that's they right. forget about their lives. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. But what's what's uh, what's very important to the Phoenix Fire Department is we understand how important you know the simple things in life as as much as just pictures and documents and maybe a letter from a loved one that's not around any longer. So. One of the things that we do almost immediately or simultaneously is as we start the firefight, we start what's called the overhaul process. And with that said, you know, lost control, we start taking out pictures. If there's a cabinet, we grab it. We start taking that stuff outside the home so it doesn't get any more smoke damage or water damage. Or while we're fighting a fire, there's other crews that are coming in and dropping black plastic over couches, and and they'll, we'll pile everything on a couch, yeah. just you know, just really as fast as possible, cover plastic. So we do a lot of things to mitigate the loss, even though the structure is going to get impacted. We do as much as we possibly can to get the the, the intangibles, the pictures, the letters, the documents, stuff like that covered up. Clothes, we don't really, you know, we worry yeah. about it, but we're more worried about the stuff that, like I said, the intangibles. Yeah, I mean, you know, think about it. If you are and even if you're building a new home, or even if you're not, if you're thinking that there are valuables in case of a fire that you don't want to lose, then make sure you go out and you and you provide. How many people go out and they buy, you know, safes that they put in their home? They bolt down to the, they bolt down to the floor, or even if they're not bolted down, but they have they're fire rated. So right. this way, anything that is of value that maybe if you don't want to put it in a safety deposit box, put in that safe. So this way, you don't have to worry about it. If you've got to run out of the house, you know that everything in that safe is probably going to be okay. Correct. You know, so it's 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 just amazing. But some people, you and you've got to take time to do this stuff because if you don't, you're going to be you're going to be crying later. There's just no doubt about it. Or where your fire extinguishers are in your house. Yeah, exactly. And how yeah. many people walk in and you say, okay, where are they? Well, you and know, are, are, know. The, are they current? Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you had them checked? Or checked at least check the gauge on it to make sure that they still show good. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're not, just get a new one. Or even how to we'll use get it. Get it refilled. Right. You know, or again, how to, yeah, exactly how to use it. So, I mean, you've got to be able to go back and do that. I mean, I know I know one one gratifying thing for me once, I always, being a, a, a contractor, and I always had, years ago from all the trucking experience I had, we always had fire extinguishers in the cab of the tractors. So when I started my business back in the early 90s, I always made sure I had a fire extinguisher in the back of my truck 
as part of my tools and emergency equipment, just God forbid in case. And I think it was over the course of 25 years, I stopped twice when I saw somebody who had a fire on their car and I was able to put the fire out with the fire extinguisher that I had in the van and was able to help them and stop that, which was really, I mean, at least it gave enough time before, you know, the Phoenix Fire Department came because obviously they they showed up. But, you know, I was able to at least, minim, you know, minimize the damage that was going on. And at least then they were able to help this person out. But, uh, you know, if you ever, if I ever see one, that's the first thing I always did. I know the fire extinguisher is good. I stop. If I can help and they got a car fire or an engine fire that um, it looks like I can help with, well, then, you know, between that and, and calling the fire department, we're going to try and do whatever we can. And I think everybody should should at least, if you don't have a fire extinguisher, you know, call 911. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's amazing. All right, everybody, we're going to take one more break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some causes of home fires. And we're going to talk about that one pet peeve, which I love to get into, which I know Aaron had some comments on when we talked yesterday. And that's about those aged Christmas lights that are up on your home. And it's not even Halloween yet, but they're from 2014. Don't go away. In this high-tech world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Basur about how you can get that edge. It's called the Robotic Trader. The Robotic Trader, it's, it's fully automated. It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically. Take your profits, put it in your account. And it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the Robotic Trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638. Or find them on the web at robotictradingusa.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization, recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations. 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. 
Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today, 480-668-0566, or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Your premier team, a local team of experts who are globally connected and ready to help you buy or sell residential real estate. Serving Maricopa and North Pinal County. Visit them at yourpremierteam.net. They use their strengths to gain results for quicker closings and smoother transactions. If you're currently looking to sell real estate, contact us today and ask about our global marketing listing package. Again, that's yourpremierteam.net. Or call their offices at 480-567-2103 for Arizona real estate into your premier team. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we are talking Fire Prevention Week with Captain Aaron Ahrensberger from the Phoenix Fire Department. And one of the things that, obviously, that I had mentioned that we need to do, and, you know, I, I, I feel, you know, Aaron, driving down the street or if I'm in a neighborhood working on somebody's home, and I see somebody with... Christmas lights, like Dan even told me, we're going to make a, we're going to make, I think, Dan, I think we're going to have to start making surgical strikes <laughs> on these houses to take out these lights because I don't know what it's going to take for people to realize that you just can't leave your Christmas lights up all year long and expect them not that ins- the insulation on the wiring to kind of just disintegrate after it's gone through a summer of 110, 115 degrees. They don't get it that Christmas lights are temporary wiring. They're not permanent wiring like you have in your house. There's no way it's graded to be permanent. And you hang something that can start a fire on the edge of your house and leave it all year. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean, you see what the heat does to tires, for crying out loud. And they know these Christmas lights, the the outer protective uh, membrane, the plastic membrane, doesn't have all the UV inhibitors, doesn't have all the things that go in a heavy-duty commercial wiring like you're talking about. So that's the that's where the big problem comes in. They go from Christmas light to cris- crispy lights. Yeah. Well, you know, but, and I think it's too easy. But, you know, it's just it, years ago when all of a sudden they came up with the uh, the icicle lights. That seems to be the worst-case offender where I, these icicle lights just, they throw them up on finished nails up on the patient board and they just leave them there. And then all of a sudden you see them hanging there because, you know, the last time... You know, I have it th- this past summer. We, you know, like I say, we paint all year round, but we hadn't come across any homes that had any kind of lights up. But I got to tell you, it over the years we've come across several, and I'm, I'm and I made sure I made a note of it 
to talk to them because I went and I had to take them down because they were in my way. Yeah. And when you take them down and you touch them and they just the, the insulation just crumbles in your hand and and I brought and I take it over to the homeowner and I was like, you shouldn't be leaving these up all year long. Here's why: unless you want to have a fight, unless you want to get a new home and have your house on the news because it went up in flames in December, well then. You better you better do something and not not put these back up. I don't know what it is. Like we were talking um, earlier this week, you know, growing up back east, you put the lights up before Christmas, or maybe even right after Thanksgiving, put the lights up, and you make a. I mean, how many times we may used to make family events out of this? Grab the Christmas lights, you put them up, you just you, you do it, and once it's all done, you take a day of it. You have a lot of fun. You have friends and family over, and then maybe. Like right after New Year's, you know, you take them down. The weekend after New Year's, you take them down. Yeah, don't wait till Super Bowl Sunday. You know that. Yeah, don't wait till Super Bowl Sunday because now you're you're like thirty days or three at least three weeks over when you did. So you figure you have them up for about a month and a half. That's plenty. That's plenty. I mean, yeah, but you're so close to Easter. Oh, no. oh, oh, Aaron! No, oh, he hopped on. right on that one. Oh, geez. here's to you, Captain. Yeah, yeah, so close to Easter. Let's see, and then, well, you know, then, then, how about Fourth July? How about Christmas in July? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, you, you got to You got to use common sense here. You got to make sure that you, you take them down. There's one other thing I see during my inspections what? are fireplaces that shouldn't be used that are nothing but a fire waiting to happen. I'm showing the captain one that I did yesterday where the end of the truss is in contact with the actual metal flue. And this thing was just a fire waiting to happen. Wow. Well, Number one, they chopped off the webs in the, in the house, in the trusses, and then they just leaned it right up against the web so it would stay in place. In a flat roof. No, that's a pitched roof. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Looks like a parallel truss. It's- no, she's coming down like. I mean, that's this is what I mean. You know, you can't if you're going to do something, you're going to retrofit something into your home. You got to make sure that it's done right. I mean, here, here, I'm sure that whoever installed that really didn't didn't take enough time to know what they were doing. If they cut a truss, if they leaned it against it, you can't do that. I remember when we built when I built my house, we had back to back fireplaces. Okay, and they they had to have. The whole inner casing, even if it wasn't, uh, I mean, we've got the metal flue going up, but the chamber around it had to be, had to have five eighths fire rated drywall all the way up as far as I could go because that was code and they couldn't be, the chambers couldn't be joined together because there was one in the bedroom and one in the, in the living room, in the great room, and they were back to back. They had to be sealed individually. So you've got to make sure that, you know, that uh, if you do add a fireplace to your home, God forbid, find out, you know, find out from the contractor what, you know, what are you going to do? Is there any special codes? And then, to be honest with you, double check it yourself. Call 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 the Phoenix Fire Department and, and talk to them and look, look, find out, call a city and find out what the code requirements are if you add a fireplace to your house. Just to double check to make sure the contractor knows what he's doing, because the guy that Dan just showed Aaron that picture of obviously <laughs> just had, believe what had no clue, and I guarantee you he had um, he had that taillight warranty. That's right. There's no doubt about it. And then the other right. fireplace in the same, same house, 
was one of those ones where they're, they're one piece tilt ups that you see in some of the older neighborhoods where that it was a it was poured in a form at a factory and then yeah. they toted it over there and tilted it up and it's just a big piece of concrete because the bricks are perfect it means it's a it's a form pour yeah. and the flue is pure concrete and it gets to a certain age and a certain amount of moisture, that concrete will just split and fall right apart. You're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. Now, some of the other things that I'm sure that uh, Aaron has seen over the years that obviously is coming uh, holiday season, cooking. People trying to, actually Thanksgiving, trying to, like, uh, cook that turkey out in the yard or you know, in that uh, boiling oil, boiling yeah, oil. grease fires. Grease fires are notorious around Thanksgiving, especially, you know, when you have these people that decide they, they don't give any thought. They go outside, they set it up under their patio. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is wrong with this picture? God forbid <laughs> if something happens, your house is going to go up in flames. If you're going to do that. Move it out away from the house. Leave some some space between the house and where you're cooking so that this way if something happens or if something explodes or, or gets out of hand with flame, it's not near your house. The other part is, is the invisible CO that because the doors are open, it's nice out, and they have that cooking going on on the patio. It's just drawing CO into the house. Yeah, absolutely. And. And we take a very aggressive approach at, you know, our, our public announcements and education as far as holiday safety cooking because you're absolutely accurate with that. There's a lot of the frequency of those calls go up, um, and they're very dangerous. And the sad thing is usually there's a lot of family around, there's kids around, and that hot oil is very – not only does it – it's hot oil and it burns pretty – you know, it's very uh, – pretty impressive when it gets going and get everything else rocking and rolling, but – it's it it's very unforgiving when it just touches the skin and gets some severe burns out of it. So it's nothing to play around with. And by all means, you know, uh, don't do it over a covered patio or porch or, you know, in a garage. Like you said, remove yourself to a backyard. Plus, it gives you an area to, to walk around in a clean, you know, open space for good footing and you're not tripping over something. Just It just kind of makes everything a little bit more sanitary. Now, how, do you, how do you put those things out, those grease fires? How do you suggest well, um, what we do is different than what the public, you know, what the public is taught because we use different sets of tools. So the main thing is, is prevention is not getting to the fire, right? So uh, the, like when you see you don't want to drop in the frozen turkey inside the hot oil and it explodes and boils over and that goes down to the burner and that ignites the oil and now you have a, a huge torch on your hands, right? So how do you put we, that out? Yeah, that, we that over, we overwhelm it with with our our nozzle our fire hose you know oh, okay. but, but we shut the gas off first right first and foremost if it's a gas fed shut secure the secure what we call securing utilities in that case the utility would be that bottle of gas so we shut the gas off put the fire out and but our <clears throat> our ability to do that is because we're layered with all this protective clothing what we call ppe you know we like i was saying earlier we wear so much stuff that allows us to do things that you know, you couldn't do just with a long sleeve shirt on and a leather work glove. It would cause you would be severely injured. That's why we say back up, call 911. You know, I don't know any service in the world. You can call 911. We're going to be there in three to four minutes. That's it. Just don't put your crispy little paw in there. Yeah. But, you know, that's the, that. But that mm. uh, but all that safety protective gear has got to got to weigh 
weigh yeah. a good amount of weight. How much does yeah. that all weigh? Yeah, yeah, right. So um, usually the average on it, all of it is is between seventy and eighty pounds. You know, just with your with your bottle, your pack. You know, your your Scott Air pack, your protective turnouts, your boots, your helmet, your gloves, and then you know if you're a guy like me or whatever, you pack in. First of all, it takes a little more material to make your coat, but <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, you I I was always you know I always like to pack a lot of tools in my pockets because just mm-hmm. you know whether you're gaining access to an AC unit or whatever, so cutting battery cables, so you always got pliers, sockets, tools, Leathermans in your pockets and cutters or because fire hatchet yeah, we get hung up in a lot of stuff that you guys see. One of the biggest dangers we have is is the ductwork in houses oh. because the plastic melts and you have miles and miles and miles of that wire. Yeah, it's well, a big that, slinky. That wire drops down on you and it's actually it actually kills firemen. And we actually train on getting detang- untangled out of that stuff. So it's a very big time um, hazard for us because you can't see it and it's super strong and it's like piano wire around your neck or it hangs up on you. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. a lot of weight. I, I can imagine. I mean, you know, it's probably they probably actually have more, uh, more weight. Obviously, with all the extra stuff that you bring, because you know, when you, people wonder sometimes, like when they watch a NASCAR race, well, you know, all the pit crews have fire suits, but your stuff has got to be you know, a whole lot more heavier than that. Plus, all the equipment that you're bringing in is completely different. Yeah, so you know, just the, like the pack we wear is, you know, roughly. 30 plus pounds the boots are close to you know seven to ten pounds the you know the turnouts the helmet all that stuff starts adding up and and that's why the the, the number is averaged like right around 70 to 80 pounds wow. then you add the heat then you add our local heat and it's it's one roasty situation well it is but you know that's what we do mm-hmm. i mean so you know that'd be you know that'd be like a you know a barber complaining getting some hair in his mouth i mean you know, that's he's a barber job. for a reason, and that's what that's what we do. So whether it's hot, cold, or middle of the day or the middle of the night, we show up and do it. try to have a smile on our face and give good service. That's, that's all it. you could do, and yeah, you know, and it's it's like it's like all our uh, policemen out there. You know, we thank you for what you do because you put your life on the line every day when you go out there. And uh, if it wasn't for you and all the people that like you, you know, we would we we probably have a lot more, uh, you know lives lost well I, I certainly appreciate that sir and i know that i'm very i feel very charmed and blessed being a phoenix fireman and i know i can speak on behalf of the phoenix fire department that we love the city we live in we love working with the cities on our shoulders on our peripherals uh, the city of phoenix really champions our services and allows us to go out and help the public and gives us opportunities to do this messaging like we're talking now and interact and I, I'm I'm proud to be a fireman, but I'm proud to be around all the other good tradesmen in this world. That being a fireman is is just like being a tradesman. It's being a, like a good plumber, a good steel guy, a good wood guy, a mason. It's a trade, and you got to learn it, and you got to be good at your craft. That's great. Well, we're going to do all we can here on Image Home Improvement Live, and obviously every year we always make a point, and this has been a tradition for 10 years, we always have our holiday fire and electric safety special that we do just before Christmas to kind of educate and, and bring to the forefront of all these things that people need to be aware of that maybe they have they may know of it, but they forget about it because they're caught up in the season. And, you know, you've got to know that these things could happen. doesn't make a difference what holidays around. So uh, we hope to have you back 
and uh, tell Chris we appreciate you having him come in today. Absolutely. It's in your honor. Thanks for having me, and you all be safe out there. All right. That's that's Aaron Ernsberger, captain from the Phoenix Fire Department. And we, as, as we said, we appreciate all that him and all the people working in his department here in Phoenix can help keep our families safe. Now, coming after the top of the hour, Rainbow Wheeling will be here. We're going to be talking about the 10 first time home buying mistakes and oh my god i bet you there have some people out there listening have made some mistakes and they some of these things are going to hit home but we're going to help all of you so make sure you stay tuned hour number two don't go away monsoon season has passed but the early january and february rains will soon be here and if you have an older roof it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling do your home a favor and call Keiko roofing for their free roof inspection their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing Keiko roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products whether you have a foam flat shingle or tile roof give Kaiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or kaikoroofing.com. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies... You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Obtaining a home loan is easy when you have the right company to start with. Right Start Mortgage. If you've been considering purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Act now while rates are some of the lowest they've been in the past year for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Whatever type of loan you need. FHA, VA, 203K, or second mortgage. Right Start Mortgage has the right loan for you. Don't wait. Call Mike Yamamoto today at 602-490-0205. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and uh, it's a it's a beautiful Saturday right here, and it's, as uh, Blade said earlier, it's cool. 
That's right. It just got more beautiful, too, and you know what I'm saying. Oh, well, that's because, well, we, that's because we have a, a wonderful, beautiful guest coming on the mic here in a moment. And you always do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's one thing he says. You always bring these nice-looking ladies into the studio. Oh, but this is the nicest-looking lady, Ned, because she is actually our... Our real estate representative, and uh, as we said in the first hour, we'd like to welcome our brand new sponsor, Realty Executives, here. And guess who is a Realty Executive agent? Rainbow Whelan. Good morning, Rainbow. How are you? Good morning. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to have you back here in the studio again. And it's, uh, God, you know, it's been, uh, weeks have just been flying by. They're going too fast. I can't believe I went into Home Depot the other day and they had the Christmas decor up and I was like, it's still summer. Oh, I know. I, I, I sent a picture. I sent a picture to a friend, oh. a friend of mine in New York. And um, I said, I guess it must be Christmas at Home Depot and Halloween isn't even here yet. And, and they're like, they, they just couldn't believe it. I mean, look, it's what, two and a half months away? I know. Well, the pumpkins are out. They're going to be dead by the time people start buying them. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the license plates have turned, so it's ready. Well, yeah. That, yeah. Hey, do you have the car dressed up yet? No. Oh, yeah. see, she <laughs> remembers. Because I'm going to have to drive to Tucson and back. We just beat them up, so I only do that for around town. All but right. the bat wings are in the back and ready. Oh. All right. Well, it's about <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, we, we, know, we were talking with um, – Aaron Erdsberger, the captain from the Phoenix Fire Department, and and Blade had a great question for Dan. He says, "Are are the reindeer antlers fire retardants?" <laughs> <laughs> That's just amazing. That's amazing. But we want to get into talking a little bit about some of the uh, ten first time home buying mistakes. And Lord knows, people who haven't bought a home before, like anything else, when you buy something for the first time, especially something as big as a home. I mean, God, seek out some help. It's true. You know, last week we talked about, well, the week before we talked about selling a house. And that's usually the focus with every realtor. It's about how do you sell your house? How do you do that? But people forget to talk about buying a house and how difficult it can be and how what the most important things are, what the pitfalls are, and how important it is to really have an agent at that point in time. It's one thing when you're selling, but when you're trying to buy a home without an agent, it, you're just running in circles. No, yeah, you I have to have a real key negotiator mm-hmm. on your side. Well, you know, because if you walk in and try to do that yourself, oh, is, what do they say about somebody that doesn't use an attorney to represent themselves? Oh yeah, they, <laughs> well, we won't say that out loud. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> but but think about this now. Remember back in the boom days, two thousand five, two thousand six, when oh. everybody decided that hey, I can do that. I'll beco- I'm going to become a realtor. <laughs> and everybody thought that they could sell homes. And they all of a sudden, like, the, the, the realtor population just, like, exploded. And everybody's trying to make money and sell homes. But, again, even if you go through the course, again, it doesn't – just like a contractor. I tell everybody, just because you've got a contracting license doesn't mean that you're a good contractor. That's right. Got to do it right the first time. That's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, if you're a realtor, you've got to make sure you if you're a homeowner and you're picking a realtor, Lord knows you've got and you you want to have somebody with some experience. Why would you pick somebody who maybe you don't feel, you know, that inner voice is telling you, "Ah, I don't know, but I'm going to go with it. That's probably your first mistake. If you have that inner voice tells you this isn't the realtor for me, for me to help (laughs) me buy a house. Yeah, run, because they're not going to do you any good. And you also want to know their background. I mean, the, the interesting thing about me is that I'm not just 
a real estate agent. I'm also an interior designer, and I also am a contractor. So I bring all of that to the table, which means I can see all those facets. So you want a realtor that really has experience and can see, hey, you know, what's going to happen if you fix this up? What's going to happen if you don't? What's the value going to be worth? Look at these problems. You need to be able to see them. And not all real estate agents can do that. So you really want to get one that's really experienced and is more than just real estate, actually understands the house and the market. And you. Correct. <laughs> because if, if you, they have if, to understand if you the client. Click, if you mm-hmm. don't click, yeah. it, 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 it's nothing going to be but, but miscommunications and excuses. Okay, now here's oh, yeah. and now here's the other thing too is because I know Dan and I have talked about this a lot about some of the some of the homeowners that Dan has actually gone back in and done inspections for, and some that I've even been a part of where you go back in and the homeowner is in you know Dan finds Dan will find anything wrong with a home and he'll be the first one to raise his hand. Hey, by the way, Mister Homeowner, look what I found this and that. But the, some of these homeowners they don't they don't think that you're I don't know I don't think they're not thinking you're telling the truth, but they're in denial about the problem. They're in denial. Yeah. 100% absolutely. in denial. They think their house is absolutely perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. And you're not going to convince them otherwise. Because I have to keep plunging the toilet because there's nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> that, was a, that was a Sun City uh, inspection this week. Oh, really? Yeah. The, you know, the ones attached to the wall that don't work. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Or the low ones where you can't get back up no matter how small you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but those, it's the type I had to address in Japan. <laughs> but those things, those things are are, are so important when people turn around, and the, you you know, it, at that point, you've got to be able to turn around. You know, if you can't change their mind and show me hey, this is what I found, you know, it, like Dan, like you said, just give them the report, take you know, get paid, and just say, see you later. Yeah, well, that's why you really need a good agent who's not just out for the money; that's out to really help you trying to find someone that is really in the business of helping others and not just making money because, you know, to do a good job, you have to love what you do. And if you don't, you're not going to represent your client. Well, I've always called that the drive and sign club where they want (laughs) no kidding. They drive them up to the house, sign the contract. Where's my check? That's it. I know. I know. That's That's where you need a good assistant. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I see. I see. I see everybody looking at Nicole. Wait a minute. Okay. Yet another pretty girl. There you go. See that? Just keep on coming. There you go. All right. So let's talk a little bit about some of these 10 points because obviously they're all very important. They are. And, you know, we've got them from 1 to 10. Some of them I think are a little bit more important than others. So I think number one is falling in love with the house at first sight. Well, you know what? There's a problem with that because, first of all, you may not be able to get that house. You may not be pre pre-qualified. It could already have an offer on it. You really want to take your time. You don't want to race. You really want to go through it and just know that if that's the house doesn't work out, there's another one out there for you. So take your time. If you fall in love with it, try four others just to make sure that's the test because you you're making a big commitment here. It's like marriage. Are you going right. to like marry the guy on the first date? I mean, that never works out. Yeah. That may be Only pretty, on television. That may be pretty, but it doesn't work. <laughs> hey, not usually, yeah. especially if you're in Vegas. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so do people know when they walk in and say, this is it? Oh, all oh. the time. You hear it oh. all the time. But then they walk in the next one and they say the same thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. With that, you can't say that. Well, yeah. I well, mean, and then you, and then maybe they can afford it. I mean, that's the big thing. If you don't know what you can afford, and you're looking at houses without figuring all that out, then 
you fall in love with the house and guess what? You can't get it. You can't afford it. it even if it's only $10,000 over, you're not going to get that loan. You're not going to get that house. Somebody else is. It's going to be gone. You just have to make sure you know what you're qualified for. And obviously, these are things that, uh, again, as we talked about in previous shows, going, doing your due diligence to get yourself ready to be able to go out mm-hmm. when you walk into them. How many times have we walked into, let's look at a car, do a car analogy. You walk into a showroom and you see all this nice, new, fancy, brand new 2015 cars, okay? And you walk in and it was like, oh, I like this, I like this. But then all of a sudden, when you walk around and then maybe the second time, say you walk around again and you walk around the second time and you start noticing certain things that maybe you don't like, okay? So it's not as, as that thrill is kind of like lessened. And if you do that with a home, you might say, well, this looks work. But then when you start pl- pl- placing your life into this house and how it's going to work, sometimes it's not as attractive the second time around when you do that. Mm. And maybe it's time to move on to another house. You know, that's a great analogy when you think about buying a car, because that brings us to point two, which is skipping the home inspection. Mm. If you go and buy a car and it's a used car and you don't take that to mechanic, there's something wrong with you. You really have to have that thing checked out. So when you're buying a house, you really need to get a home inspector because you don't know what's going on. Even if you bring in a general contractor, I've done that. I've made my own mistakes. They're not always going to see everything. So you have to get a home inspection. Am I right? That's right. Because home inspectors don't look at it like contractors do. We come from a forensic health and safety. Will this hurt the family or not? That's our main drive that when we wrote the bill, the license home inspectors was Keep the public health and safety. That's our first two requirements. All that other stuff is fine and nice, but let's get the basics. Let's make sure we can live in this house in a healthy manner, and it won't bite me back and hurt me. And that goes back to your first segment about fire safety. That's if that, right. If the house isn't, <laughs> if you don't have a home inspection, the next thing you know, it could be burning down. Oh yeah, you know how many times I found burnt wires. In insulation, in the attic. Dan and I did television uh, episode a couple of years ago, and Dan brought in a sample of of a burnt wire that he found in an attic. It was actively cooking in the attic. Yeah, yeah, it was was like a fire waiting to happen. I still have it, too. You still have it? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's just... It's out in in my man room. It's one of those those props you just don't want to give away. No. No, because you never know when you're going to need it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, we were pulling out a kitchen, and we took out the sink basin, and there we go, a live wire, not connected, just hanging out. And what's what's there? Water. Okay, let's have a live wire, not connected to anything, and water just right there. Sounds uh, like a oh, problem oh, or, to me. Or wrapped around the uh, drain, as I found <laughs> yesterday. Oh, that'll be nice. And then the drain is level. Well, yeah, let's <laughs> just make sure that's not leaking. That's pretty, you know, but here's a, you know, it's funny how we all found these things, okay? So we had this house that I know Dan and I, uh, and I think I mentioned it to you also, Rainbow, that um, was a house that got vandalized, and we had to strip the house. Mm-hmm. Well, when we took the kitchen out, we found some strange things, obviously, in the plumbing, <laughs> along with the bathroom, but that's not what I mentioned. The, the I found... It, this house has aluminum wiring to begin with. Okay. And what happened was they there was a, a piece of wire that they had curled up, punched a hole in the drywall, and stuffed it back in the wall behind the cabinet, and there was nothing there. I have no idea. I mean, that's why we have to get it. When we, before we put everything back, we have uh, Mr. Electric coming back in to do a complete electrical check of everything and obviously fix some of the, the damaged outlets and stuff, but this wire was stuck in the drywall behind the cabinet, had nothing attached to it at all. I have no idea if it's dead 
or what? Well, that's where I always keep my little sniffer with me to be able to go up and see if it's hot or not. And I will, But even if it's not, I always rec- recommend either removal or a box and box and cover. Well, yeah. It just I mean, that would wire. be. I mean, if it's dead, if it's dead, we'll just pull it up in the attic and, like you say, put it in a box because you always have to make sure that they you leave it open and accessible as per code. You yeah. just can't just right. throw it in the wall Those and forget about it. Hidden junction boxes you find all the time in remodeling, or just live wires hanging out inside. Do you just, just, just hanging? Uh, do you know? <laughs> you talk about this before we go to break. Do you know that I went to look and speak to some people yesterday about doing some under cabinet lighting and uh, countertop removal? And they said over in this one particular area, there used to be a pantry cabinet. Okay, behind the pantry cabinet, when they changed it out, it did some cabinet changes. The builder actually buried an outlet in the wall behind the cabinet. They just oh, put the gosh, cabinet yeah. in front of it and said, forget about it. And they left it that way. That's Why not just, put a junction box if you're covering it? Well, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's like registers I find with my infrared that have been covered up with ceiling drywall for years. But see, this is what I mean. I mean you know, common sense I feel like taking a two by four and just finding the builder and just pop <laughs> them over the head. a homeowner, not a builder. You know, it's just amazing. Just amazing. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into some more of these 10 first time home buying mistakes. And I hope that everybody stays tuned because we've got a lot more here to cover and things that are going to help you when you go out and buy that first first time home. Don't go away. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry... Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. 
Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right. Make sure you catch Amber on ABC 15 every night for the the up-to-date cutting-edge weather reports that I always I always count on. Obviously, if we're going to be doing work outside the following day, we want to know exactly what's going on and you know want to know where that next haboob is coming from. It's, actually, it's coming up from from Tucson, I think. <laughs> That's where I think it's coming from. But uh, we we want to welcome everybody back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, brought to you in part by Realty Executives, our brand new sponsor. And we want to welcome them to the show and uh, send out all all kinds of kudos. And we've got a lot of information coming your way about uh, realty executives here in the coming weeks. So make sure you stay tuned. And if you are thinking of buying a new home or selling your home, make sure you give Rainbow a call. She'll be able to help you with that. And we'll give out her contact information a little bit later here in the show. But uh, right now we want to get back to some of our other points that we want to talk about the 10 top uh, first-time home buying mistakes, and uh, we well, want to get this next one is so important because sometimes it gets uh, it gets uh, lost in the shuffle. I think that's right. Number three is actually number one, if you ask me, and it's getting pre-approved for a home loan. So whether or not you have an agent or you're on your own and you're starting out, you need to seek a home loan approval because without it. You don't know what you're qualified for. You don't know what you're looking at. You can be looking at houses online, and you're looking at houses that you cannot afford. You have to create a budget. You need to know what your credit score is, debt-to-income ratios. You want to make sure that when you're doing that, that they educate you. So if you're buying a house, the last thing you want to do in the process is go buy a brand-new car because guess what? You're not going to get approved for that loan, and the house ain't going to close. <laughs> yeah, you get your credit up to speed. Don't go buy a house while you – or buy a, buy a house and buy a car, then a house – it's just they don't like that. Or you, or you get pre-approved, you got the house, you're waiting for it to close, and what do you do? You go r- spend money on your credit cards to buy all new furniture for the house, and guess what? They're not going to let you have the house because <laughs> right. now you're in debt up the wazoo. That's exactly right. And you're in defaulted contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not and if you, if you don't have a good agent, you're not going to know you're in default of contract. <laughs> oh, and you got to go through all this rigmarole of getting your home, and you know that's why laying out the plan, knowing knowing what to do, and having a good realtor like Rainbow is actually going to be able to steer you in the right direction. Because if you've never been down the street before, how about a little good guidance? I think will get you through, and so that at the end you have a happy ending. This is true. You know, what I like and how I like to help my clients is that if they can't afford a lot, we go into a house. Being a designer, I have the perspective that, 
okay, this isn't the greatest kitchen, but I can paint out these cabinets or you can paint them out yourself and you can add a little hardware or maybe do a backsplash. And all of a sudden you got a brand new kitchen for, you know, three to $5,000 instead of spending another $30,000 on a house that you can't afford. So it's really good to have experience on your side. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, you know, experienced realtors are your best bet because They've been down, you know, like you said, they've been down that road before. They know where the potholes are. They know how to give you a smooth, a relatively smooth ride to acquiring your home. And, you know, that's what I want to say about Realty Executives. What's different about them, what makes them stand out is they only hire experienced agents. They don't have new ones coming in. They don't have that big training program. Only experienced agents that have been in the market for a long time come to this company. And that's what's great about them. It's working with the pros and you always can feel the difference. Oh, absolutely. That's right. It is like you say, there's no substitute for experience in, in any field, really. I mean, and that goes from uh, be, being a realtor to a home inspector to contractor like myself. You turn around, you know, people are, you know, it, like I tell people, you know, they come to me looking for something they want done on their house. If they're looking for a deal, okay, you know, they'll get a good competitive price from me. But if they're looking for a deal, like when there's always a Melvin out there. There's always a Melvin. Exactly. There's a <laughs> Melvin. Oh my God. There. There's so many of them. And that's why we find those wires without junction boxes. I know. Because, you know, you get what you pay for. And exactly. Definitely. You know, always my key is go middle of the road. If you don't have a lot of money, you still need to go middle of the road because you want to get the job done right. Otherwise, you are going to be stuck with wires hanging out, and next thing you know, your house is burning down. Or buckets everywhere strategically placed because you didn't get an inspection. Or, right. or, or find out about the leaks. Wait a minute, Dan, <laughs> tell, tell Rainbow about that house you went up to where there was a bucket up in the attic. How many, how many times oh, ago? Oh, I've seen that. I mean, the, 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 the record maker was the full-size kiddie pool. That was sitting there with water in it, and the trusses were sagging. Uh, well, I tell you, if you come down to do an inspection next week in Tucson, you're going to come by my house because for some reason there is ants coming into my master bedroom, and I cannot figure out where they are coming from. That's a, there's, a, there's a moisture or a food source somewhere in the line, somewhere around that area. I've looked. The only thing I can come up with is that there's you know a little bit of wood over there. Maybe they're carpenter ants? Well, the other thing is... is um, Maybe one of your toilet rings is loose, and you're getting a little bit of moisture down down the pipe in, under the slab, and they're getting a little bit of moisture, and they will build up a colony around a steady moisture source. All right, I don't know. It's weird. Well, sounds like a trial and error. Sounds like you need to get your bug man out there. So the exterminators uh, won't help that if uh, it's around a moisture uh, area, right? Exterminators won't help that, will it? Uh, they can actually, if they use some of the old stuff, they can actually shoot it under the slab and kill everything. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I don't like those ants. All right. Well, let's move on from the ants and see what else we can All find. Right. Well, the next one relates. I mean, it's... Uh, Making sure you know about your hidden costs. So there are so many hidden costs. You've got your closing costs. You've got your title costs. You've got the fact that you're going to have to move. Don't forget that not only are you putting money down and you have to close on the house, but now you still have to pay to move into the house. And then you have to set up utilities. It goes on and on and on. Create a budget. Make sure you have enough money so at the end of the day you move in there and you're not stressed out and already over budget. Yeah, because... In the process, you've got the inspection, the appraisal, mm-hmm. your bu- your bug guy, and you have all sorts of ending fees to close on the house. People don't take into account. 
Plus, you might have repairs that they're not going to fix that you're going to have to. I mean, that's, that's right. one of those things. You can't just let them go because if you let them go, then guess what? When you go to sell the house, they're going to be really big problems. I've actually had the um, misfortune, you might say, of watching a house, went through it and inspected. A year and a half later, I got called back to the same house. Nothing had been repaired. Oh, God, I've seen that They all probably the time. pocketed the money and yep. just said, well, we'll live with it. We can't get away with that anymore. You can't take uh, the money and run. No, no. You actually have to fix the stuff. No more credits. That's yeah, that's Yeah, they were getting credit money, just like getting credit money for having a roof, you know, torn up from a storm and oh, just yeah, put, that's what and, and putting the... Um, putting the, it towards the, closing costs. Yeah, the blue tarp is on the roof and you... <laughs> and it's still hanging up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they go back and... Uh, all this, all this stuff that they go back and look at for uh, money. I mean, I talked to how many homeowners during that hailstorm, and they went looking for people to do their roofs. And then the insurance companies weren't double checking to make sure that they were, you know, who's doing the roof. They licensed. and they would just say, yeah, they were licensed, bonded, insured. They were just passing out checks because they had to get them out so fast because they had so many claims. That's what happens. So, oh, yeah. Contractors were knocking on people's doors, just yeah. going door to door. Crazy. Yeah, it's just amazing. And you end up with a job like that. Oh, I'm, yeah. showing, I'm showing a rainbow a picture of a house I did this week, and it's amazing. This guy claims he's a, a contractor and a repair person. <laughs> yeah. And I was going, dude. A handyman let, that yeah, let me charges have your but doesn't actually do the work. Uh, let me have your card. That way I won't call you. <laughs> I'll make sure everybody knows not to call you. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, let's uh, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have some more of these first time home buying mistakes that you know we've got to we've got to fix them to make sure that you don't make these and and have that really bad bad hair day. You know what I mean? Don't, oh, I'm having one of those. Don't go. <laughs> don't, I never have a bad hair day. That's right. Don't go away. <laughs> You know, honey, I'm sure glad we took Steve's advice and called CDC Pools to resurface our pool. You know, you're right. There are so many pool companies around, it was hard to choose the right one for our project. Yeah, CDC Pools has been here in the Valley since 1990. Did you know they do spas and decks as well? Yeah, I did. The great thing about their repair services, after inspecting our pool pump, they knew exactly what was wrong with it. It was time to replace it with a more energy-efficient unit. You know they have over 23 years of experience remodeling and resurfacing pools. So now, I have peace of mind knowing our pool needs are in good hands. Now we can enjoy our backyard again. Speaking of enjoying, last one on the pool cooks dinner tonight. Let CDC Pools transform your tired-looking pool into a thing of beauty you can be proud of. Give them a call, 480-539-7700, or find them on the web at redoyourpool.com. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room, and with the way property values keep going, who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio and make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. <laughs> right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space, and I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. 
The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. ImageHomeImprovement.com Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to ImageHomeImprovement.com If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. S-O-S-P, someone help me. All right, we are back, and it, this is Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we'd like to welcome everybody back, and we are talking with Rainbow Whelan, real estate agent, TV personality extraordinaire, and agent for realty executives, and we're talking about the 10, top 10, I like to say, the home buying mistakes, and we want to actually help all our listeners avoid those pitfalls, because these are things that, obviously, a lot of these things, Rainbow, are pretty much common sense if you think about it, if you have any familiarity with, you know, home buying market. It's true, but if you've done it a few times, sometimes you're too trusting, which brings us to the one we're talking about now, which is um, don't trust a verbal agreement when buying a home. Now, if you've been out there and you've bought a few, it's real easy to get casual with it. And the next thing you know, you're not working with an agent on the other side. It's, you know, you're working with a for sale by owner mm. and you trust them. You like them. You trust them. Well, guess what? Someone can walk through the door the next day, offer them $10,000 more for their house and you're gone. And there's nothing you can do because you don't have it in writing. But for first time home buyers, this is really key. You have to put it in writing. You can't just tell your agent. You can't just talk about it with them. You have to write it down. It has to get written up. It has to be presented and it has to be signed by the other agent's clients because otherwise it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. 
You know, yeah, people don't understand. There's such thing as contract laws, and these things have time frames to have to be completed on. And if they're not observed, you don't have anything. I know. You know, one, you know, one of the things that, you know, I actually had learned something the hard way back in the boom era when we actually were, before we bought our first piece of land, I actually found, my son-in-law and I found some land over on the west side of town that we wanted to actually um, build our homes on as well as split, as you know, as they say, conquer and divide. So we had was about five acres that we wanted to have reportioned out into five equal acre lots. Uh-huh. And we had talking about, talking to the actual owner about it. And uh, I, I guess if I, if memory serves me back correctly, we weren't quite ready to actually sign the papers, but my son-in-law actually did a letter of intent. Mm-hmm. And he sent the letter of intent over, and the letter of intent was signed over there. But then all of a sudden, we got a an, uh, an email from the owner stating that the property was sold. And it wasn't to us. And, How is that even possible? I mean, and I'm like, I'm like, well, would the letter of intent meant nothing? Apparently not. Because we went back, to, we went back over it to talk to him and see what we could do about it. Because we really wanted this, and it was just like it was basically you were too late. Well, not only that, but even if you could have gotten it, is it worth going to court? Is it worth spending the money and the headache? I mean, most times, no, it, it's, it's just not worth the headache and what it puts you through emotionally. So you really want to have that in writing. You know, one thing I think about is that there's a lot of people out there that still have bad credit, that haven't recovered from everything that's happened. And so you can get into what's called a lease purchase. These can be good, but this is where you start to have problems because everything has to be in writing. And if it isn't in writing and you don't have a lawyer look it over, not just a real estate agent, a lawyer look it over, you can lose every dime you put into it. So be really careful when it comes to lease purchases. And then when it comes to land, you have to have somebody that's a specialist at lands and development to make sure that that nice big piece of five-acre land is subdividable because sometimes oh, yeah. there's things that are not uh, – division doesn't work with <laughs> – it's math, but it doesn't divide. <laughs> Either that or there's you know an easement going across it so oh, that yeah. – chops you it can, in half. Yeah, so that you have an extra acre. Like a, on our property, we have two and a half acres, and half of it – you can build on, but part of that is an easement. So you really can't build on it unless you want someone walking through your your front porch. <laughs> well, case so that's out. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. You know what? You got to be careful with those easements because I know there's a property that's not too far from where we live, and I guess they want to build a church on it. And all of a sudden, I see a sign go up the other day that they're having a meeting down at City Hall down in Phoenix about abandoning the easement. Well, if they abandon the easement, at least the way I understand it, they could encroach on the road when they build a, when they build the church. And I'm like, okay, the road is two lanes as it is now. How much can you encroach? You're gonna make it go one lane. So it's like the neighborhood's got to come together and go down there and and stay and fight it and stay. Because where are they gonna park? Yeah, where are they gonna? <laughs> oh, that's not my problem. Where are we gonna get access to our home? Not mm-hmm. to mention, I don't want to have a little dinky road, and I've got you know, you know, an eight hundred thousand dollar house there in goes value. Your value. There goes my property value with the half lane of Chippenzale. Yeah, not to mention they're not they're not they're not cutting down the access to my compound. I'm sorry, <laughs> they ain't gonna do that. Uh. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. All right, so let's get back into another another point here on the. Uh, 
Yeah, mistakes. that brings us to the next one, which is um, blindly following your agent's advice. Now, I can tell you, please follow my advice, but at the same time, you need to do your own research. If you don't do your own research, you're not going to know the true facts because I can tell you this house is great. I think it's awesome, but it may not be the perfect fit for you. My job is to help you find what you're looking for. So don't just trust your agent. Even if it's me, you need to do your homework and you need to look at the property and do the background check and please read all your paperwork. Don't just sign it. Everybody Mm. just signs it and then they never read it. And then, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then they're in trouble. So always read your paperwork. Right. And then yeah. the other thing, too, is people people that go and buy properties together, okay? Oh, danger. And danger, danger, especially danger if it's a family member that you're going to buy this property with. Well, I don't care what it is, whether it's a family member or if it's an individual that you know that you're going to go do this with, okay? Your butt is on the line when you sign the papers. So if it's not going to be good for you... Make sure that you go have an attorney check out the paperwork and how does it affect you individually, not just the entity that maybe you've created an LLC. You've got to know that it's you, that you're going to be safe and, you, and you're not going to get hung out to dry if this land goes south and you've got to give it back to the bank and then it becomes a, a whole and you're responsible to, for the payments. You just have to think about all relationships end at some point. Whether it's because you die or it's because you broke up or it's because it just didn't work out. So before you go into business with someone or you buy a house with someone or land with someone, you really want to be careful. And family is the worst to do anything with. A family trust? Don't. <laughs> a family just. trust? If they'll treat you like family, we all know how that works. And you know, everybody turns around. Everybody always turns around and says, you know, they make a joke of it. But it's so true. Do not go into business with any family member. You're it's not only, worth it in the end. You're only going to lose. Something's going to happen. You're going to and you're going to create friction and and uh, people are going to get upset. And before you know it, there's going to be a family rift. It's not worth the trouble. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Have you ever seen this where people buy homes together, man and woman buy a home together, and they're not married, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and the relationship ends. Well, duh. And and so then husband says, well, sign over the deed to me and I'll split it with you whenever I sell the house. Oh, yeah. You need an attorney. The, yeah. Because you know what? They oh, the don't trust, sell the house. No, the, the, the Joe Zuzu trust me. <laughs> or, or they're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But then they take out a second line of credit and then they can't sell the house because they took all the equity out and spent it on all this other stuff. So then it has to short sell or foreclose and the other person gets well, nothing. Or they get a lean on it from a solar panel company. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one happen See. a lot. Oh, yeah. Those are dangerous. You've Absolutely. seen those happen before? That's a lot of hidden stuff there yeah. with the solar stuff. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap things up with Rainbow and all these points that you need to know about when you go out buying your home. And also, Dan's going to tell us about how did he get that dollar bill in that trust? I don't know. This week's Homeowner Horror Story. Don't go away. In this high-tech world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Asur about how you can get that edge. It's called the robotic trader. The robotic trader, it's it's fully automated. It it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically. Take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get 
the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at robotictradingusa.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and yes, make sure you check out Tiny House Nation, but also I want you to check out uh, realestaterenovate.com and make sure you check out all the information that is on Rainbow's website. And also, if you are in the Phoenix metropolitan area, Maricopa County, we want you, if you are planning a remodel or if you're planning on selling your home, buying a new home, and you want to get some work done on those homes, make sure you give us a call, and Rainbow and I will come out because we are planning to put your remodel on television. So make sure you give us a call at 623-580-0901 right here in the Phoenix metro area, or give us a call, I should say give us an email at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. And uh, stay tuned. More information coming on Facebook as well as Real Estate Renovate and Image Home Improvement Show. So there's a lot more coming down the pike here in the coming weeks. So, That's right. If you go to realestaterenovate.com, there's actually a page link that you can apply to be on the show. And Steve and I can come out and we can remodel your house and we'll air it on TV for you. That's going to be and that's going to be exciting. How many people? I mean, have have I? I can't tell you how many people I've done kitchen remodels for and different things. And said, "Well, I saw this kitchen remodel. You know, it was really cool. They did it on television. I wish I could have had mine done." Well, now here's your chance. That's right. And if you would like, also, there is going to be uh, a brand new home show in Scottsdale coming November 14th and 15th. I know it's a little ways out yet, but when you think about it, it's only it's a little... So it's tomorrow. It's a little over a month away. And November 14th, we're going to be doing the show live from Westworld. And Rainbow and I will be there, and we will be looking for you and sign you up for your remodel to see if it qualifies that we could actually film it on television. So make sure that you check us out. It's going to be uh, November 14th, and 15th at Westworld. It's called the 
Scottsdale or at the Elegant Scottsdale Home Food Wine Expo. Oh, there's going to be wine. There's I'm going to be wine. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I think it might be a good show because I like my wine. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be good. And plus, it's not your typical quote home show because you know the the um, the entrance fee, which I believe is. If I remember correctly, it's seven or seven fifty to get in, but it gives you a food tasting and a wine tasting to get. So you get entrance plus you get food and wine, and then there's travel. How cool is that? And there's also travel so show in there too. And yeah, wine too. Yeah, well, we're oh, special. No. We're, we're going to be there. We're special. We're part of the show. This That's is great. It. Looped out. <laughs> in fact, are, are we going to do the Saturday morning on uh, out there at the show? Yeah, absolutely. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. We're going to be, be out there. Fun. So, you know, make sure you come out and see us. But we'll have more information on that and as well as uh, on Facebook here in the next few weeks. So make sure that you uh, stay tuned. Mark that on your calendar because that's going to be a great show. All right. So let's get back and, and wrap up some of these points that we're talking about. All right. I'll get through this real quick here. Okay. Um, the next one is not considering your home resale value. This is huge. With a market that goes up and down and it's continuing to do that, it has not stabilized yet, it is important to think about that. And mostly, I want you to think about neighborhood. And you want to think about schools and you want to think about things of that sort. And you don't want to over-upgrade. So when you're buying a home and you get that at top dollar and you pay full price, let's say you had to even go over that because you wanted it and somebody, somebody else did, so you had to go up some. Well, you know what? You better plan on living there for a while because you're not. When you sell it, you've got to pay that realtor. You got to pay the other realtor. You got closing costs, so that's another forty thousand dollars you got easy. So make sure you don't overbuy. Make sure it's within your budget. Make sure that you're prepared to stay there or that you can afford to move when it's time. Otherwise, you're stuck. Oh, that's got to be it. And that could be a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially that- when some people thought they weren't underwater anymore. Oh, and they yeah. haven't really taken a long, hard look at the numbers right now. They're doing the the rosy-colored uh, internet look, saying, oh, it's ready. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, as a real estate agent, we pull comps a mile out. That can be really dangerous when you're comping out a house. Like, for instance, where I live, we have two acres. We're in a nice little area. Our street is its own subdivision. But just around the corner are some more smaller cookie-cutter houses and so I sold one just down the street. And you know what? My house's value went down when I sold my client a house. I'm like, great. How did that Wait. happen? I mean, this is like, that wasn't supposed to happen. You know, I got paid for the commission, but then my house value went down. I guess I'm not moving. <laughs> I guess not. Well, that's amazing. There was nothing in there to turn that one around. No, yeah. not for a while. All right. All right. So uh, next So not understanding housing marketing trends, that's kind of the same thing. You really just want to make sure you're with an agent that knows the trends. And when I talk about that, I'm really talking about interest rates. You want to know what the interest rate are because if they go up and you're buying a house, there you go again, your payment just went up. And you need to make sure that you can afford the home you're in. Yeah. By saying affording the home you're in not only means just your payment, but there's a mortgage a payment for the first year on a lot of homes. And then the upkeep. Don't forget about the utilities and the upkeep. And the PMI. If you don't put the 10 20% down, then you're paying mortgage insurance. And you're going to be paying that for a while. And it's really expensive to do that. And which brings me to a key item, which is when it comes to repairs and doing maintenance on your house, 
get a home warranty, people. There was a time, there was an age that everybody said, don't do it. They don't really work. That time has changed. There are good companies out there. There's 210. There's American Home Shield. I will not go without them. And the reason why is I don't have $700 for a new oven. I don't have the money to fix these things. And for $65, they come out there and they fix it. And if they can't fix it, they either buy it off or they replace it. And especially when it comes to air conditioning, people, we are in the desert. So mm-hmm. if your air conditioner breaks, you're looking at 12 grand, six grand. I mean, it could be, you never know how much it's yeah, going to cost. Yeah, you never know. I mean, look at your fine print. If you're doing others, other these other warranty companies, look at the very, very fine print of, oh, if it's a year, if it's of a year that they don't approve of, they don't have to fix. I've seen it all. Well, you do have to be careful and make sure you really talk to your realtor, but you really want to talk to the warranty company yourself. Do your research. Again, it's really important to do that. But a home warranty, if you don't have one yet, you can still get one. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. I use it all the time. I save myself thousands of dollars a year because of it. And renew it. Always renew it. Please and, renew it. And when you renew it, you can, you can pay monthly. And when you're buying a house, you can get the seller to pay for it, which is kind of nice, you know? So then you have it for a year, then you renew it and you pay $45 a month, $65 if they come out, you add that up. No matter what happens, you're going to save money. That's right. Because something's going to go that wrong. Frig- that refrigerator that just took a, you know, just took a leak in the backside, that's an expensive service call. Yeah, I've had it happen when we didn't have a warranty. It was $750 to fix because we had a nice refrigerator, which came with the house, which was great. But then you can't afford to repair it. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with those brand new washer and dryers. Oh, the, that, my, the microchips are amazingly expensive. Absolutely. You might as well just get a new one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, right. Yeah. It's some of those things, it, it's easier to throw it away and buy a new one than hassle getting it fixed. And then it just costs, and it just costs a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. We have an amazing oven in our house. It's a decor, but it has gone out twice since we moved in. We've only been living there three months, and the home warranty company has sent them out. And you know what? They've fixed the same problem twice. Now they're buying us out, but we're getting $1,200. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to buy a $500 oven, and we're going to pocket the rest. So way to go, 210. Yeah, there you, <laughs> there you go. That's how you work it. I guess we should get them as a sponsor. Hey, that would be you a go. <laughs> Talk to your rep. All right. All right. Like we got uh, two, more to, two more to get through, and then Dan's uh, dollar bill story. Well, the big, the big one here is not taking advantage of any programs and grants for first-time home buyers. There are so many things out there, especially these days. Again, experienced agent, again, getting pre-approved. If you go to a mortgage broker, they're going to be able to walk you through all the different programs that are out there. You can get in as little as 3% down. That is really hard to do. And sometimes you can get in there with no money down if you're a first-time home buyer because they have all these programs. So you really want to get informed in that. Also, if you are a veteran or have been in the service, you can get a VA loan. Don't be scared to do that because it saves you so much money because guess what you're not paying is mortgage insurance. So make sure you find out all the programs that are out there before you decide what kind of loan you're going to go with. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you need to know all of that information before you do it. And most importantly, and I think a lot of people don't, don't take this into consideration. No, the last one, number 10, not budgeting for their monthly mortgage payment. That's right. And this is, this is something that, you know, it's kind of like you're a renter, you're buying a house, you, you've got your rent. But then just like we were talking about, you got your maintenance, you got your warranties, you've got 
to pay for termites. You want to keep that warranty up if you're in Arizona because if you don't have a termite warranty and you go to sell, guess what? You're going to be paying out the azoo because I guarantee you, you got termites. Everybody's got termites. Yeah, they're going to eat you out of house and home. <laughs> they will eat you out of house and home. <laughs> they really right. will. And, uh, you know, you want to take all those things into consideration when it comes to that. You know, I think one thing that also, and, and I've run across this, and this is a little bit about what we t- uh, talked about earlier in the first hour, is that the homeowner, you can't allow yourself, if you're going to buy a home, you can't be in denial, especially if you're looking at bills and you see somebody present bills. Bills are going to be cost so much, like, for instance, okay, the the prorated electric bills. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if you're paying, like, Say you're paying two fifty a month for electric, and when you get the summary every month, you paid your two fifty, but then you were over. You you paid over, and what the what the electric companies do at the end of the year, they add up all the overages and they divide it up by twelve, and they add that back on to your to your next year's prorated bill. So your bill's going to go up. Your equalizer is not really equal. Do you know that I spoke to somebody who actually said this is this is their line? Okay. I don't look at that line. That's exactly what they said. They don't look at the line. So they're only going to pay whatever it is. And what's going to happen eventually, if they don't look at that line, they're not going to have power because they're going to shut it off. And, you know, just to go backwards a little bit from what he's talking about, a great a great option out there is especially when we have the AC and three hundred and fifty dollar electric month bill, you can call your electric company and they can balance out what you're paying per year average it and give you that monthly payment and then if you pay a little bit over guess what happens you get a check at the end of the year that's That's right but there was one more thing i want to add to that tip and it's something i was reading online the other day and it comes to the monthly mortgage do you know if you and you need to research this but if you pay your mortgage you get half a month ahead so let's say your mortgage is due on the first if you start paying your mortgage and on the 15th you pay half of it and then on the first you pay half of it and every two weeks, basically, you pay half your mortgage. You're actually going to lower the cost. Your interest goes down, and you're going to save yourself a ton of money, and you can budget better. So look into that, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, tell us about tell us about this trust in this dollar bill. I'm um, dying to see what's going on this here. Was a, this is actually a very fresh catch. It's from yesterday afternoon out in our end of the world we call Awatuki. And um, this, this poor trust is less than, let's see, two, four, six, six feet away from the uh, attic entry. That's not fire rated. Uh, but anyway, I could tell by the foot traffic that people have been going up and down this attic. And every time they went to come clear this truss, they hit it. They hit it so bad, they broke it in half. And that's how the dollar bill just slid right through. That had to be hit awful hard. Yes. You should see what they did to some of the other trusses that were they were repairing. It was oh even worse. This is the one with the fireplace that didn't get uh, secured. Was this a bad homeowner or was this a bad contractor? Bad contractor because they broke that trust and they haven't done any, didn't do anything about it. This poor homeowner, you know, doesn't live there anymore, and they have no idea of the engineering bill that's coming after all this damage. Because not only was this trust broken here. But it was split just right down here where you see this, the water that was on it. Yeah. It uh, also was beginning to split anyway, right in a knot hole, and it was beginning to just, just split yeah. right apart. So did you put that dollar bill in there, or yes. was it already hanging out? I put it in there and left it there so they can find it. I think it's cute. Uh, <laughs> That's one of my I trademarks. Hate, you know, is I, I leave the dollar bill up there because it's a, well, I don't see anything. It's I hate, right 
there. I hate when that's people, a good point. You're definitely pointing it out. I hate when people people like contractors give me a bad name. <laughs> I don't like it, and I'll do everything I can to prevent it. But we're out of time, guys. But we want to thank uh, Rainbow for be coming in today and sharing these ten points because obviously. They're all good points. And make sure if you have any questions at all, Rainbow, how can I reach you? Yeah, you can contact me at realestaterenovate.com or mydreamhomegroup.com. And uh, I'm in Tucson and Scottsdale and Phoenix. So have at it, guys. There you go. Let's go get some houses and let's go let's go make some sales. I love it. And do some renovations. And Blade, thanks so much for being, uh, being the board man today and taking piloting the ship. Thank you very much for having me today. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, to make everybody yeah. look bad. That's it. Yeah. All right. And remember, if you ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you.